So the dictionary definition to overcome means to defeat or succeed in controlling or dealing with difficulties, obstacles, problems, and resistance. Yeah, wow. The Greek word, when it's translated, this is a double wow-wow. The Greek word, when translated, means to prevail, to be victorious in difficult circumstances that are holding you hostage. Wow-wow, everybody said. Let me repeat that. To prevail, to be victorious in difficult circumstances that are holding you hostage. So how many of you are in this place this morning and you would like this year to be the year that you are freed from whatever has held you or is holding you hostage? Amen? Is it just the five, ten people? How many of you would like to be free? Give me a wave. Just wave your hands in the air as if you just don't care. Oh, yeah. Okay, that's better. Don't be shy. I want to encourage you, don't be shy. Jesus wasn't shy when he hung on the cross. Don't be shy, my dears. Don't be shy. Let's be bold about what we're expecting from him. Amen? Because that brings faith, and that's what he works with, faith. I do believe, and I know that there are people in this room, and myself, our family included, that there are things that we want this year to be the year where it is victorious. We want to deal with those things, and we want to put them to bed, and we want to move forward. Amen? Amen. It's the first, I mean, I can't actually believe that the first month of the year is actually already gone. So I'm like, oh my gosh, if this is the theme for the year, I better get my act together. We're already in February, and I think it's actually good to ask ourselves the question, what actually is holding me hostage? What is holding me hostage? And I don't know what your personal challenges are, I don't know what you are experiencing or what you are having to resist at this moment. But what I do know is that we do, yes, live in a fallen world. And as long as we live in this fallen world, we are going to have to have things to overcome. And the scripture that's framing us is also John 16, verse 33 in the message translation. And it says, I've told you all this so that trusting me, you will be unshakable and assured, deeply at peace. In this godless world, you will continue to experience difficulties, but take heart. Take heart. I've conquered, I've overcome the world. See, your personal challenges, they may be obvious to you or they may not be obvious to you. You may need a friend or the Holy Spirit to help you. But predominantly, our challenges are obvious to us. And we know that we need the Holy Spirit. Our solutions do not come from earth. Yes, there's practical things that we need to do. Go to bed early, eat healthy, all that type of stuff. Have healthy boundaries with relationships. You know, spend the money we make and not the money we don't, um, et cetera, et cetera. Our solution comes from heaven. And so we have to look heavenward. We have to look Jesus, towards Jesus and his face and focus on him. He said to take heart because he has overcome the world. You know, I know that there are people in here who have suffered abuse, but I know there are people in here who have walked in tall after having suffered abuse, having forgiven and moved forward. People who haven't done all they know to do and yet are still standing for the promise. And then there are those who are walking in that promise right now, this moment. 
We're all in this room together and we're all on a journey together. But you know who else is in this room? The wonderful overcomer. The wonderful overcomer. And I believe that because the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead is in this room, I believe that as we stay Jesus-focused, we're going to see breakthroughs today. Amen? And you know, today I want to encourage you because our greatest, our greatest example of an overcomer is Jesus Christ himself. Oh my gosh, what did he overcome? He overcame sin, hell, death, and the grave. Who does that? Jesus. Jesus does that. And he rose victorious. You know, when Jesus rose from the dead, he didn't sneak out thinking, oh, I've risen. I'm, I better go before they get me. I better go before they realize and sneak out of hell. No, he didn't do that. He conquered hell, death, and the grave. You know what it's like just when a team win a football match, what they do to celebrate. Well, I want to read the scripture to you in Colossians 2 verse 15. And it says, when he, Jesus, had disarmed the rulers and authorities, those supernatural forces of evil operating against us, he made a public example of them, exhibiting them as captives, exhibiting them as captives in his triumphal procession, having triumphed over them through the cross. He went out victorious. This is described when you read and study it as what a gladiator would do when he had won his opponent and in which he would tie his opponent to his chariot. Then he would parade with his chariot around the stadium. That is what it means when it says that Jesus triumphed. Amen? So I know there can be situations and circumstances in our life where we feel that we are being overcome, but I want to remind you, and that's what gathering here today does. It reminds us that we are not underneath. We are overcomers. We are not captive to sin, hell, death, and the grave. No, he has invaded our lives with his victory. Amen? Sin, hell, death, and the grave are captive to the cross captive to the cross. So let me just read that again. When Jesus had disarmed the rulers and authorities, those supernatural forces of evil operating against us, he made a public example of them, exhibiting them as captives in his triumphal procession, having triumphed over them through the cross. He defeated them. He disarmed the rulers of this age for you and for me. He disarmed them on our behalf so that we could now live that victorious life. Amen. And yes, we know the enemy goes around like a roaring lion, like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. And how he wants to devour us is by deceiving us into believing that the reality of what we feel and see has the final say. Well, this church is here to declare to every single one of you that the enemy does not have the final say over your life. Jesus Christ does the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Amen. Amen. In Ephesians 1 verses 18 to 22, it says, I pray that your hearts will be flooded with light so that you can understand the confident hope he has given to those he called, his holy people who are his rich and glorious inheritance. I also pray that you will understand the incredible greatness of God's power for us who believe him. This is the same mighty power that raised Christ from the dead 
and seated him in the place of honor at God's right hand in the heavenly realms. Now, now, not tomorrow, not in 2021, now. He is far above any ruler or authority or power or leader or anything else, not only in this world, but also in the world to come. God has put all things under the authority of Christ and has made him head over all things for the benefit of the church. The benefit of the church, which is you and I. And you know, everything we do today is to encourage you. From the songs we sing, the emceeing, the word, the conversations you're going to have outside, everything is to encourage you that you are an overcomer and 2020 is going to be your year in the name of Jesus. Amen. And you know, this isn't a motivational talk. As good and wonderful as motivational talks are, they can get you out of bed and help you get into a rhythm and, you know, declutter your house, all that type of stuff. Motivational talks are great. Motivation did not raise Jesus from the dead. Motivation didn't conquer hell, death and the grave. It was Jesus, the Son of God himself, amen? So this is what this is about. So point one is what are we gonna get to now? If you're making notes, point one. If we are going to live an overcoming life, we need to get the right picture of Jesus. Because we are not talking about the little baby in a manger that we celebrated a few day, weeks ago. We are not talking about the vulnerable baby that needed his mother to feed him, that needed his father to take him from Bethlehem to Egypt, to here, to there, to everywhere. We are talking about Jesus, the conqueror. The one who is described in Revelations as having fire in his eyes. The one who is on your side, King of Kings, Lord of Lords. You come up with the adject adjectives because I tell you what, you'll have your own personal one. But King of Kings, Lord of Lords, soon coming King. The Lion, the Lamb of Judah. Do you know what I mean? So much, the mighty God, the everlasting Father, Jesus, God himself. We have got to get the right picture of Jesus. Because if we've got this picture of Jesus meek and mild... We don't see him as this force to be reckoned with. But when we see him conquering, when we see him as triumphant, when we see him as seated on the throne with the, that crown, that victorious crown, not tilting, not falling off, but steady, when we see him with fire in his eyes to blaze a path for us where we can't see there is a path, to blaze a trail, when we see him with fire in our eyes that will actually destroy the works of the enemy, I tell you what, it's going to put courage into your bones. It's going to be courage into your soul. So my first point is get the right picture of Jesus. Amen? Second is that overcoming starts at the cross with salvation. Overcoming starts at the cross with salvation, which is why we are so passionate about salvation. Jesus was definitely passionate about the salvation of humanity because he gave his life for us. Amen? In Revelations 11 verse 12, it says, They, meaning you and I, overcame by the blood of the Lamb. The blood Jesus shed for us enables us to be overcomers. 
and it starts at salvation. In 1 John 5 verse 4 in the Amplified, it says, For everyone born of God is victorious and overcomes the world. And this is the victory that has conquered and overcome the world, our continuing persistent faith in Jesus, the Son of God. Who is the one who is victorious and overcomes the world? Who is it? It goes on to say, it is the one who believes and recognizes the fact that Jesus is the Son of God. Amen? The right picture of Jesus overcoming starts with salvation. We can see it so clearly from this scripture that victorious living is yours and mine when we acknowledge that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. It's 100% because of the finished work of Jesus. Amen? That's why you and I can be victorious. It is not in our own strength. It's his spirit in our spirit enabling us to overcome. Amen? We have salvation because of the cross, faith in the finished work of Jesus. And so if our salvation starts because of faith, it needs to continue with faith. So the third point is if we're going to continue to be overcomers, it's going to be by faith. Faith in Jesus, faith in the finished work of what he accomplished. And the thing is, my dears, in all honesty, we cannot get away from this. We don't graduate from the word of God. You see, faith comes by reading the word of God. And Galatians 3, I'll paraphrase it for sake of time, but Galatians 3, basically in the message, it says, are you crazy? Do you think, he literally, are you crazy? Do you think you can start this life with faith in Jesus Christ and think you can finish it in your own strength? That's craziness. That's what Galatians says. Check it out, Galatians 3 in the message translation. Because we can't. Faith, Romans 10 verse 17 says, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. I just want to encourage every single one of us to get our hearts and our heads and our eyes into the Word of God. No way to graduate from this. And why would we want to? That is how you and I are going to overcome this year. If we become sons and daughters of the Most High who just cannot wait to unlock His Word, to come face to face with Jesus and allow His Word to unlock the things in our hearts that need to be unlocked, to break the chains that are holding us hostage and to transform us from the inside out. You know, through His Word, the beautiful Word, which is life to our souls, we will get to know our victorious, triumphant Jesus. And when we get to know our triumphant, victorious Jesus, we will get a different picture of Jesus. And from that different picture, we will actually know that we are called to live this overcoming life. Because through His Word, we will get to know from where our victory comes and how our victory comes. And I believe with all my heart that as the Word of God, which is like oxygen to our spiritual souls, comes into our lives, we will be stronger, we will be bolder, we will be brighter, and we will be able to walk more and more confidently into everything that God has put in place for your life, for my life, for our city, for our nation and beyond.